Is this weird? If you were doing the set list like, for this show, would you look at like what we did the last night? Like, we played 2019 in Ostrava, and then we played. You can't hear me, can you? Sorry. We played in 2019 in the Ostrava Festival, right? and then we played here in 2016. So I bear in mind what we did and didn't play. I don't think. <laughs> The first song we're going to play on this encore is a song that we've only played a couple of times because it's a new song. This is called I Can Never Say Goodbye. Say hello and welcome to a uh, tour update. This is Gavin for the Holy Hour podcast, and I'm joined by Antonio. How's it going, my man? What's going on, brother? <laughs> How are Not you? Much. Yeah, just trying to keep afloat with all this damn every it's, every night. There's a new show. <laughs> I'm trying to document yeah. them all, <laughs> but not where we are. <laughs> but not here. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so, while Chaz was frustrated early on and jealousy and all that, I'm slowly just crumbling with each show that goes by. Now I'm just like, uh, now another one and another one. And by the time December rolls around, I'm just gonna be <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah. Little mess. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like can... it's like it's like you have this your your patience is built is a house built of toothpicks and every show you remove one. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> uh, uh, and then you're like, so... just come here, god damn it. It's like every and you know, it doesn't help that I'm getting constant updates from other bands about uh-huh. their 2023 dates. Right. And it's like, oh well. They're not giving any updates about yeah. a 2023 tour. I'm like, will it even happen? <laughs> is it out here? Yeah, I'm not quite ready uh, to accept that uh, denial yet, but I, I think <laughs> it is worth getting a little worried about, maybe, but I don't know. <laughs> so, any day now, any day now, we're going to get a big old announcement coming over here, 2023. But uh, now, you know what, what hasn't really happened so far on the tour? Is I'm not really seeing any interviews. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes, you know, every time you get into a new city or even a new country, you'd figure like the big maybe magazine around there, there'd be some form of of press involved or the big radio station. But I don't think he's spoken to anyone since he started. I feel like he, I would be like more like he's dodging it and all the big questions, but I feel like they've done that on the last few, like even in 2016 tour, they didn't really do any. And for the festivals, I think he kind of just had enough with that somewhere around the yeah. 
2004 tour for the self-title was like the last time he was doing anything like that, you know? So hopefully yeah, the they'll get point, a few. I think there was a few in there at least, you know, huge major kind of intersections yeah, of something, yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. but, um, but yeah, especially so. with a, uh, with the, an alleged new record. Yeah, coming. exactly. <laughs> so <I'm laughs> but that's the that. question. That's the question he does not want. Yeah. He's to totally address. dodging that shit. He's <laughs> like, next question. Next question, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> he'll just ramble about the queen. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. like, oh, fuck the queen. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So where are we at in this tour? Um, uh let's see we last we had spoke word vienna out there with the people and um just on monday here at the time of recording this anyway it's the most recent show they have the night off today and um monday october 24th in prague the czech republic they played and it seemed like another solid awesome set but you know no debuts of anything major um, like I say, it, it, it looked pretty standard from here, but I'm sure it was amazing yeah. if you were there. So, um, so yeah, <laughs> just looking at it, uh, as far as looking at the set list, um, it continued with the, uh, four new songs now, um, which I want to get your scoop on since we haven't had a chance to ask you about yet, but, yeah. um, it, uh, the newest one kicked off Encore number one, which is that mysterious Encore number one slot that we've all been watching. But uh, just on the top, what do you what are you thinking of the new songs? You digging them? Uh, yes, cool. it, it, I am digging them. Um, I'm digging the vibe because it's essentially what you know what he described. You yeah. know, it, they're very it's very gut wrenching. Um, and there's a lot of honesty in that. Yeah. So, um, you know, like there, there's a part of me that's like, you know, as, as you listen more and more and, and you know, more and more, like, you know, there are times where, you know, sad love songs were written, but we knew he wasn't going through a breakup, you right. know? <laughs> and, and there's, there's other, and there's other times where, you know, the later records, it's like, well, were they writing the record to just to get it out, mm-hmm. you know, like and with the self-titled and everything else. But I feel like this was like, fuck, I've got a lot to say yeah. and a lot going on. And I, I think my biggest uh, curiosity about it as I am liking the songs is what order are they going to be in? Is there this kind of flowed story is like, you know, what else is in there? Is there that one semi pop punch through, you know, because they all seem to have that one. Um, you know, yeah, so it's, even it's, blood flowers would like maybe someday and stuff has those little kind of moments where it like yeah, breaks out exactly. a little bit, you know, but this yes. seems very just, <laughs> you could bleed all these right into each other. And, uh, yeah, yeah. But, but then again, it's like pornography does that. Yeah. So, and, and we have that. And so it's, um, it's definitely so far, all these, these songs are, are, I'm liking better than what we've had in the last couple albums. Yeah. yeah. So for, for me, it's definitely a step in the right direction. And I, I'm curious by the end of the tour, how many of the songs will actually will have heard. I'd yeah. be shocked if it was more than four, to be honest with you. Yeah. 
Yeah, it so, seems like at a certain point they can't totally disclose the whole shebang or, you know, <laughs> which yeah. would be almost a little weirder. But uh, so, yeah, maybe like one more would be cool. But yeah, I almost don't want it anymore at that point, you know, or it's like, oh, yeah, because I totally really spoil want it. But yeah, unless I we really never get the album, full... then it would be great. <laughs> right. Yes. But I want so. that full experience of like beginning to end. You yeah. know, we come from the generation of full records. Right. You know, so, you know, maybe younger people are like, yeah, just give me all the songs kind of piece together. But no, I fucking analyze, how, you know, this first song to the last song to the transitions to the, you know, um, and, you know, what's on the what's going to be the B side when I flip it over. And, right. You know, like all those things that we know that he's thought about as well, because you're yeah. not going to untrain that after so many years. So it's different when you're going to see a band live and you get a surprise of a new song, but I will say, I think I'm not loving hearing so many songs, not in their studio version, like, but off somebody's cell phone recording. Yeah. It's not even like we're hearing a live recording from the board. Right. Right. You know? So yeah, well, I'll take it. Cause I'm caught up in the moment. It is a little frustrating. Cause I was even like, Oh man, I need to like pump the computer into this and make a little playlist of these new songs. So I could listen to them, but I'm kind of like, eh, they don't sound, they sound good. And they some of them sound great for a YouTube clip. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if I want to be like just listening to those while I'm driving around, you know, it still sounds yeah. like a phone. You I, know, you know I was enjoying seeing like Robert completely put the guitar down. Yeah. I yeah. think like was very really interesting. Focusing on the vocals and yeah. Yeah. So. so, you know, I'm also thinking, you know, as we were, you know, discussing like adding, you know, ha having three guitars now, it, it kind of allows that periodically. And yeah. I, you know, I, I definitely find that super interesting. I'm also thinking, you know, like, again, production-wise, when we hear the the new album. But I'm just kind of curious, too, when it all came about, about adding him. Yeah, Adam Perry back, you mean? Yeah, Perry yeah, yeah. back. Like, I'm wondering if when we get this record, if there's any writing credits by Perry. Because I'm, I'm thinking to myself... Could it have been everybody was so secluded from him and he wasn't from a geographical standpoint? Yeah. That he asked him to come in? You yeah, know, like who knows? Yeah. Cause... That that's been my big curious thing about all of it, you know, and right. hearing the songs. Cause it's like, yes, he was familiar with all these other songs, but now you've played four new ones. So he had to have been working with Robert for a while before this. Yeah, maybe. So I'm thinking. Least, yeah, yeah, it would make so, the so most it gets, sense. So of it gets why. those like <laughs> theories going in my head. Yeah. And I like what you said earlier of like the, the whole picture of the, you know, you wonder how much of the album is going to be like a cohesive story or something, you know, enough where it blends as far as we start to piece together the, the full, you know, yeah, tale more as, of as like, it has a, as it has a journey, because we've already heard right. gr like grueling lyrics of, of like it ending, but what yeah. about the lead up to the ending, Right. you know, or, or the memorial aspect of a song, yeah. like talking about beautiful memories that he's had with those that he lost, you know, like yeah. there's gotta be some of that in this flow. And mm -hmm. I think that's, you know, it's making me crave that. Yeah, and it's weird. I just started, I haven't done the full 
research analysis yet of the playlist, but I've been noticing that that and and nothing is forever. Now that it's settled in more after debuting during an encore, I think um, it's following love song a lot, like pretty consistently. And really? there's a weird line in it too, like where it's like however far away, it almost like is like a little throwback line or something. Right. And even the oh, lyrics, yeah. when I haven't totally dove into them, but it's it's one that almost feels more like. Um, I haven't lost you yet, like kind of a thing, like a song yeah. about the end with Mary or whoever, you know, and I'm, t- you know, it's kind of yeah, that kind yeah. of like losing somebody song where it's like, we're going to lose each other eventually kind of thing, you know, or you almost wonder if the whole album has this weird flow of relationships that are specific to people and things that yeah, will make more you know, sense then, when we see the full package. Right. But, and then is there that song necessarily of, the happy moments of him and his brother as a child, maybe, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, something like that. Yeah. Ethan in a different light where it's not always referring to kind of the loss, right? you know, pre the loss. So, yeah. you know, I mean, cool. as, as songwriters, you and I, de- you know, we're going to always analyze these things yeah. like, so differently <laughs> or how we would write them or, or what's inspired us to write. And I get that we're all not wired the same, but right. And you know. yeah, who knows with the placement of these things, like he might just want to put it after love song because it uses, you know, the, <laughs> the right, same right. Yeah, yeah, guitar yeah, the same or something. Tuning, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it's, it's fun to analyze and or I just like, started or to or notice a, that pattern. Or it's yeah. like, I will always love you. You know what I mean? Like, like love song. It's like, it sounds, can, can sound sad, but it is happy. So it's like maybe putting it up against and... it because it's, the feel is there, but it's, you know, yeah, good way, might, bad way kind of thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It could just play off of it nice melodically. So, <laughs> But yeah, yeah, something to keep an eye on as these shows go. Um, I did see in the set list, too, the return of uh, Last Day of Summer had kind of popped up a couple times, but not super consistently. So that was cool that they played that on the most recent one. So I yeah. think, you know, um, we're seeing... At least when one's been played, I think Trust may not have reappeared again after that first one. I don't know if it has. At this point, I'm losing track. But uh, I was going to say it looks like at least most of these do come back at some point. You know, the batch that we've seen of every song so far, um, you know, hopefully that means it's there's a chance for everybody going out there. If that's their favorite song, you know, then the, they could pop up in the set list. Um, the only other weird thing from Prague I noticed was um, on that encore one where they played the new song, I Can Never Say Goodbye, and then they played Plain Song and Disintegration, which was normal for encore one, but Plain Song would always kick it off. So this might be one of the very, very rare ex- uh, exceptions where Plain Song isn't kicking anything off. It's just in the middle of an encore, which seems yeah, really weird. Yeah, that is kind of strange. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like just finishing a song, then starting the chimes, and then going into it. I don't know if that's ever been done, but uh, I'm sure somewhere, but... Uh, so yeah, plain song rare. actually, and uh, plain song has not been on every uh, set. set nah, nah, it hasn't been on every one. But it usually kicks off on core one if it does. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know if there's a stat somewhere on setlist.fm if uh, it would say that when it isn't the you know lead off song, whether it be the encore yeah. or the whole set. But I definitely am digging the from the edge of the deep green sea into end song. 
Yeah. I think those I think those two are working very well next to each other. Yeah. Um in a in, in a cool way, you know. Yeah. And especially because if I, like... I I I feel like if you're starting to bring it down, you know, especially like for in it's in Vienna, it's like it went shake dog shake from the edge of the deep green sea and then end song. Yeah. So it's like you kind of you you're trying to pull people into that that feeling but you're doing it with a song that they love and then right. you're giving them the new one that's right. like yeah it's very smart and very well crafted all of these because yeah i think you and then like want on the prog shows right before it, that's kind of that same vibe where it's like rocking yeah. but has a groove you know and i think 39 mm. has been around there too when they throw that in there so it makes sense that they kind of have like a rocker then they go into edge of deep green sea which is a long build but kind of rocking for sure and then yeah. into end song which is like a yeah. sad and, and rocker somehow. exactly yeah. <laughs> so. and you know what i'm loving too kind of in the uh, middle of the first part of the set the two songs that are like so fantastic together hmm. is is uh burn and then into fascination street yeah that's been like, nice pretty consistent with cold even kicking that off it was yeah just back like, to back a... with burn and fascination street were badass but then it's like oh man if you kick it off with like burn or cold right before burn yeah, exactly it's like, it's like what a freaking triple threat that is yeah. right there like you know in the in the meat of it you know it's like it's really you know it's like oh i'm gonna take i'm gonna take a left-hand turn <laughs> right <laughs> yeah we gotta, gotta love that <laughs> um so yeah figurehead was apparently on the set list for this show but was not played it was written really yeah before it was supposed to be before playing songs so it would be a four song encore which kind of sucks for people that were there probably just it'd be better not to even know that you know <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure uh, for know, whatever well, reason I mean, they decide to skip it. You know, it's like yeah, like a to... lot of you know. I know there are a lot of venues, even the big ones with the biggest bands. I mean, you know, I've seen some pretty fucking big bands that have gotten the plug pulled on them because whether there's ordinances on how yeah. late you can actually go past by from a legal standpoint, you know, like all that bullshit. Yeah, you know, so they're probably running low on time or something. Yeah, who knows if uh, something might have. Yeah. slowed them down or they just weren't even feeling it i could see that being a song you just eh, not tonight boys yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was feeling it earlier but i don't know it's a pretty <laughs> heavy one so um so yeah it makes sense but that would suck if you if you were at that show and you knew that it was on the set list i'm sure you've had you've been to plenty of shows where you see the set list and they skip one that is like your favorite you know you're like yeah, ah, yeah. curses <laughs> i'm like it was on there you lied to the people yeah, you owe us <laughs> but um uh, cool man well i guess uh we won't go on too long with Prague there but it's good to hear your overall tour thoughts and stuff so you think that uh it's going smoothly though and all you happy with, with i mean it team? sounds like it luckily you know you know even you know from a logistics standpoint from what's going on in the world it's great yeah. that none of the shows have been canceled because somebody got covid in the crew or any right, bullshit right. like that you know so Not that's like me. massively positive we've got to like take a look at um you know, yeah, you know, skipping one song, you know, on one is not terrible. Again, at least there's not one show where there was 20 songs played and it was like a real yeah pull-out rug kind of situation or something. Yeah, nothing too crazy's happened yet, so that's cool. 
I mean, there's still a lot of shows left looking at my list right here. They're like not even close to like a, a maybe a fourth of the way, <laughs> but definitely yeah. not. Uh, yeah, they still got a good chunk. So hopefully I can keep it rolling and. You know, I've I've noticed that they start to be they're starting to smile a bit more and get a little goofier up there. So I think they are starting to loosen up a bit more too, which is good to see. Um, well, yeah, because not only has it been a long time since they've toured, but you know, you're also adding, you know, again, adding a third guitar or a, third, or a second keyboard at some point and yeah. new songs you know, and new song. Yeah, so there's got to be so, a lot of like hope that. I mean, let's be honest, they probably didn't even rehearse all together as long as they normally do before a tour. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, from uh, here they're on to uh, where are they going next? To uh, Budapest and then to Croatia and coming back to Germany, Munich, uh, by the weekend there. So we'll, we'll try to throw in some form of another update there, and we're going to go record an actual episode now and uh, get even more in-depth on this stuff. So uh, we'll see you after Hungary, and uh, thanks so much for joining me, Antonio. Yeah, yeah. Again, before we leave, it's uh, been a couple days since I recorded with Antonio, and there's been two more shows, so I figured we'd uh, just throw in a quick word on both those shows before we wrap up this little late-night Friday recap of shows in Europe, as it seems to be taking form this way. Um, Wednesday night, we had a show in Budapest, and then again on uh, Friday... Uh, Thursday, rather, sorry, uh, was Croatia. And uh, when this post, uh, I believe later tonight, they'll be back in Munich in Germany. So back in Germany there uh, for another show. So let's take a couple minutes to uh, see what happened um, in Budapest and Croatia. So, yeah. Uh, Wednesday, October 26, Budapest, Hungary. They played, again, 27 songs. Um, it seemed like a very similar set to Prague in the sense of what we've seen. There weren't any debut, tour debut songs or anything. Um, Noteworthy-wise, Charlotte sometimes was played earlier in the set when it had been kind of part of that uh, darker uh, Encore 1 and such. Um, but this time it was uh, pretty early on in the set. So uh, this Encore 1, they did get... Uh, the full planned version of what went down in Prague, it sounds like. So same songs with with um, the new one and um, uh, Plain Song and Disintegration. But they got Figurehead this time. So while it was on the playlist last time in Prague, it was actually played this time in Budapest. So a nice little treat for everybody there in Hungary. And um, again, Plain Song was in the middle of the encore, so almost weirder this time, um, just not really kicking anything off, so uh, odd, but cool. Um, so yeah, visually looking at the set, it looks solid and awesome, um, but then the best, the best review I could have for this, I got messages from our buddy Adam out in, uh, he lives in Australia, but he's traveled to Europe to see a couple shows and uh, see the site, and uh, 
have a good trip. And, and he messaged me after the show. I was very excited. And I asked him, I said, hey, man, can I use some of these, these thoughts? Because I can tell you're feeling very passionate about this. And he was kind enough to say, yeah, yeah, just our casual conversation um, on Instagram comments and, uh, and share them with you. But I felt like it captured the after show glow that you get from seeing The Cure and uh, would have a better representation of the wonderful show that happened at Budapest as opposed to me just staring at the set list, drooling as usual. So, um, yeah, he said the stadium itself was awesome. There were huge proportions of standing compared to sitting audience members, too. Um, The Cure went the long game on Melancholy, then brought it home for the final encore and 27 songs, four new songs, two encores. It was absolutely magnificent. I think The Cure should recall every copy of Disintegration and replace that title track with the live version. So he's a big fan of Disintegration Live. Um, it may just sell about two million more copies. And I can't believe how much I love that song, he says. Um, so wow, yeah, getting back to maybe that passionate taking disintegration back up again. I, I'd said it in the last one. I was a little surprised because he had been kind of bumping down the vocals a bit, and uh, seemed like he was getting more back into it, old school style. And uh, yeah, seems like Adam's convinced anyway. It was definitely a, a powerful performance, as as one would imagine. Um, always a great to have that in the set. So, you know, I agree. I don't know if you're going to be able to recall everyone's copies of Disintegration, though. You know, that's going to be like, uh, nope. <laughs> but I can admire the uh, passion and love for the live versions because they are amazing. Um, let's see. He also said Charlotte sometimes was magnificent. Uh, From the Edge of the Deep Green Sea was very emotional. And when I see The Cure, there is this beautiful aftertaste, but splashed with the big dose of melancholy the next day that it's all over. Um, The fact that I'm going to go see them again in Munich is just pure awesomeness right now. So he was very excited that that uh, post-show depression didn't quite uh, have to kick in because he was going to go see him again a couple days later in Munich. And uh, that'll be tonight. And hopefully Adam will have just as amazing of an experience tonight as he uh, did back in Budapest. So Sunday night, Munich, yep, part two. And uh, sure happy for him to, to get to see this and bash around Europe. So thank you, Adam, for letting me share those words of enthusiasm from the show. I think they really do capture it a lot better than me just going, hmm, yep, cool, that's a cool song. Yeah, that one's not quite as rare, but this one is blah, 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 blah. But uh, yeah, just a stellar set list again, and uh, glad that he had a blast, and it seemed like it was a cool vibe in in the stadium there. Um, but before we go back to Munich in Germany, there was another show. Show number 15 was Thursday night, October 27th in Croatia. Again, was a very pretty similar set of stuff we've seen so far on the tour. Uh, no debuts. Um, 27 songs. The four new songs were again included. Uh, the rarest of the evening took place in Encore 1, as usual, playing um, I Can Never Say Goodbye, the new song Want, and Prayers for Rain got its third play of the tour. So that was pretty cool and rare that they got Prayers for Rain in Croatia 
But then, on top of that, for the fourth song of the encore, they got 100 Years, played only for the second time so far on this tour, um, which is pretty rad. And along those ni- notes of uh, how many times each song's been played and how rare of the ones they are playing, and etc., um, there's a fella named Adam, a different Adam, um, on Fans of the Cure Facebook page, Adam Davis, and uh, he's been making these spreadsheets of, uh, of uh, the songs they've played so far. And uh, so far it's been 42 songs played total, just in case anyone's keeping track, out of 15 shows. 42 songs total, and it'll tell you how many times each one's been played, which ones have been played every night, and etc. like that. So, um, with 100 Years being played again, it not only made it the second time that 100 Years has been played, but sadly, it leaves Trust as the only song that has been played just once. And it was on that first show, too, pretty early in the set. So we were all like, wow, Trust is being played. But it hasn't been played since. So hopefully they'll dig that out again and play it uh, somewhere. Because that was pretty rad, and it, I thought it sounded great. So it wasn't like they were like kind of struggling through it or anything. But um, I don't know. Uh, so interesting. If if you are on Facebook and in that fans of the Cure Facebook page, go uh, track Adam Davis down and check out these spreadsheets because it is pretty cool for what we're doing. Where we're just kind of looking at the song titles and how many have been played and how rare and which ones have been played all the time and which versus all that kind of nerdy statistic BS that we're doing here. So uh, pretty cool. I hope 100 Years keeps getting a few more plays. Speaking of 100 Years, I'll sign off here and uh, just let you know that I'm going to put out an official episode on Sunday. So sorry to overload you back to back. Uh, These aren't really meant to be episodes, though. They're more for the longevity documenting the tour here. So um uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed this and uh, anyone listening in the future, that's what happened uh, as far as looking at the set list in semi-real time in 2022 of the Lost World Tour by The Cure. Um, but this Sunday, we're putting out our Halloween episode. And like I said, speaking of 100 years, we're going to look at deep dive of the lyrics of 100 years and we're also going to just compile what would be our spookiest cure playlist so you can play it on halloween as you're handing out candy and uh or if you're having a party on sunday night you can play it then or just anytime really it's a good cure playlist of just their uh more spooky songs as antonio and chaz and i hash out which one should make the cut and which one shouldn't. So go on over, subscribe, and uh, get these future tour updates and our regular episodes of us just casually chit-chatting Cure Talk. So that's all I got for now. I, I'm sorry we can't elaborate more, but, um, you know, I wasn't there. So all I can do is really look at the set list. But I hope that helps. And uh, hopefully uh, Munich is an amazing show for everybody going there too so back to germany and uh bound to be an exciting night so like we said they've played 42 songs at this point it's a pretty wide range maybe we've seen them all at this point maybe we haven't you never know with the cure so that's the beauty and uh until next time we'll see ya a few more shows in all right take it easy talk hard happy halloween